Okay, we're recording, we're live, we're back. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Um, I'm going to do things a little bit differently tonight, aka, like, I'm literally doing things the same, except that, like, I'm challenging myself to not look at the clock, because, listen, I try to do a full hour, and I usually do, like, sometimes an hour and 15 by myself, I'm not going to, like, literally plague you with how difficult that is just like use your imagination but like i'm just gonna say i'm not trying to drag anyone but like some of my podcasts i listen to that are professionally produced that have two hosts there's many there's not just one i'm not dragging a single person but like they're doing well under an hour like 53 they're maxing at like 53 and by the way there's intro there's outro, there's like five to seven minutes of commercials, and like, I'm sorry, two people talking for 45 minutes once a week, not that challenging, so why am I gonna fucking rake myself against the coals to do this? I mean, I probably still will do an hour, because um, I like want to do that for you guys and myself, but um, just letting you know that like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually just like staring at audacity still okay i'm 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 putting my notes window in front of audacity so i don't look at it just because like i'm like you know maybe it, it's it's hindering my creativity and what i want to say when i'm looking at a constant like sound i don't know what this is even called not a sound bar uh it's like you know in like a 90s movie when it's like a volcano meter it's just like boop boop it's like a lie detector test um i don't really need to look at that it's like truly not information i need to see but it, it does elevate my like cortisol so okay i'm moving i'm moving the notes app in front of it so i don't see it at all okay honestly immediately a wave of relief but sometimes i want to look at it just to know it's still recording because i am a little like anal retentive um no one really says anal retentive anymore anyways whatever um well before i get into everything i do want to just let you guys know the patreon subscribers that either tomorrow or the day after i will be dropping some new prints in the web store only 10 will ever be available it's one of my favorite photographs of all time it's the red lamp that i took in fire island in like 2015 um the price will be a little higher than normal um that's because it's a very special thing and it's still going to be, like, affordable, considering you'll have it for, like, 50 fucking years. And art touches the heart and soul, and you really can't put a price on it. Um, but be on the lookout for that. And uh, I'm, I'm printing on luster paper instead of glossy for this one. I think it's the right move. I have not opened them. I got them in the mail today. Well, actually, I got them shipped to a... A UPS access point near my apartment um, because, like, it's paper. And, like, a listener of the pod sent me a book that he wrote, and, like, the package was, like, mangled and, like, it was, like, almost wide open. And the, it sat in the rain, and, like, the book was, like, fucked up. And I'm like, okay, this is crazy. But, like, UPS, like, put a sticker on it, and they're like, Sorry, we know your package is, like, fucked up, but, like, we'll do better next time. 
And I'm like, okay, thanks? Like, what? It was like a dog ripped it open. It was, like, crazy. And maybe it had. There's, like, a lot of... People, like, do some awfully shit. They have, people in Greenpoint, like, have, like, Rottweilers off-leash. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. This is the scariest dog I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, th- That's not a good vibe. It's, like, a horrible vibe. Um... But yeah, look out for some prints. Only ten available. We'll probably sell like zero. Like I already know this is. I I know it's gonna go. Um, but it's <laughs> it's literally fine. Yeah, I mean I've got like my topics tonight. Just to let you know, are kind of just like minutia. I'm gonna like describe my little trip out of town. I did another one of my little getaways. That I know you love hearing about. Um, I'm going to explore every facet of that. And there's a TV show I want to talk about called 28 Days Haunted. And um, I'm working on a new list. It's a very short list. Um, and I'm, you know, I don't really want any feedback necessarily. But I'm just like, I'm going to try to like work it out. Um with you guys i mean just me i'm literally staring at a wall talking to it uh it's called things annoying people say but it's a very specific annoying kind of person so yeah we'll get to that later um so yeah this weekend on friday i or no wait saturday saturday i went to my friend's house in connecticut he lives in Litchfield County. Um, I don't really want to like give too much information away because I think he's like a private person. But it was just me, him, and his new boyfriend who I love. He's like so sweet. We, um, you know, we meet up. We go on a hike immediately. So I get to town around like mm, I leave at, like nine. I get there at like I hit some traffic. I took a wrong turn that set me back like fully thirty minutes. I get to Connecticut at, like, 11.30 a.m. Um, and then we pretty much just, like, get our shit together and, like, go on a hike. And, like, I knew the deal was, like, we are going to climb a mountain. Like, a mountain. Not a hill. I mean, it's, like, a fucking... It's, like, you know, a mountain. <laughs> like, I'm like, holy shit. But, you know, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I've exercised, like, three times in the last month. Like, I've got this... I'm fucking good. <laughs> I know I'm not in shape, but I'm like, I can do this. Um, spoiler, like, I did do it, but, like, I'm going to chronicle, like, every, you know, weird little thing. So, it's a 10-minute drive from, like, Kent, Connecticut, west. The view is, like, crazy. It's, like, you can see kind of, like, west and east. So you can see, like, the Catskills, and you can see, like, whatever the fuck is going on in Connecticut. Like, you can, you know see everything for miles like so many miles it's truly stunning so i don't know the name of this park though i wish i could tell you um i don't even feel like googling it actually maybe i will while we're just talking but so it was funny we were pulling up and my friend sam was like oh i've I've heard that patty lapone um has a house like right near this park and like (laughs) one of our like little jokes um was like what if we were at the top of the mountain 
and we just yelled like Patty Lapone. Like Patty Lapone. And then like you hear like the echo like Patty Lapone. And then like a few seconds go by, the news here faggots. <laughs> like I don't know shit about Patty Lapone. I just know she's uh <laughs> She doesn't. She likes to speak her mind, you know. Um, I'm. I have to Google. Okay, mountain near Kent, Connecticut. I would kill for that jawline. Okay, Cobble Mountain. That's what's called. Cobble Mountain. Um. So yeah, we park. It's kind of like we. I think we parked in like a random spot, like we shouldn't have. And it was a long walk to like start the trail. And I'm like, okay, fine. Like I'm already kind of like tired. <laughs> we're at like fully like zero elevation right now and I'm like hey, really, it's fine it's a beautiful day okay this is the reason why i went up there it is like peak fall leaves and like you know i fucking love nature and like being in like the wilderness with the leaves changing everything's like yellow and orange and red and like green and like brown um moss is just like still like very like juicy it's just like i'm in heaven like i'm just in heaven like i love that shit that like two to three week period upstate connecticut i don't know connecticut well at all but you know my mother told me that like all the leaves have fallen where i grew up already so like winter's coming bitch anyways it's also just for the record it's 65 degrees and like foggy and like humid in new york city right now and it's like really spooky and kind of hot honestly hot in like a sexy way like people are kind of i noticed i I had like a couple glasses of wine at the bar earlier i don't know if you can tell but people are acting kind of different they're like oh it's like a you know it's like the vibe you'd want on like halloween night but it's like not halloween you know it's like the fog is rolling in it's still warm so if you want to dress like a slut it's like totally cool um Anyway, so yeah, the hike, again, 1,400 feet elevation, which is, um, I'm going to look this up. How many feet in a mile? My guess is like 3,600. Oh, 5,280. Okay, so this is like a third of a mile in the air, which is like, okay, that's still a lot. Like, literally, I posted pictures on my Instagram, and I will be posting a new photo drop soon. But, um, you know, the first third of the hike, it's not flat, but it's not like you're climbing. Second third, I'm like, holy shit, this is getting steep. Like, this is getting so steep. I'm with, like, two twinks. They're, I mean, they're not, like, athletes, but they're, like, not, I'm, like, panting. I'm, like... And they're just like mincing up the fucking, the like lattice work of the tree roots and the rocks. And I'm like, guys, are you seriously just walking up this? I'm like practically on my hands and knees. I'm like, and I can see, you know, the mountain that I'm climbing up is like similar in height to like the mountain range across the fucking river valley. And I can see like, we're not up that high. And I'm like, oh shit, we're really starting. Like we're starting. So... I mean, whatever. We just like, 
it's not even interesting. We just like basically guess what happened? We kept walking. I kept getting tired and asking for water over and over again. And then like eventually, here's the thing that was like the last third was so fucking steep and crazy. But then I'm also just seeing like older people, like I'm talking like 60s, 70s, just like trotting down. I'm seeing like men it was mostly men dating like women like thick women who were just like again like mincing down and i'm like how the fuck like what like am i am i i'm like that out of shape i'm like this is fucking wild but also like i still have a goal in mind like i have to get up the fucking mountain i have to get up the mountain and i have to yell i have to yell patty lapone and see if she yells back but i'm like holy shit like it was crazy um you know, long of the short, we get to the top. It is so majestic. It is so beautiful. Just like absolutely fucking stunning. A few more people. Okay, so we didn't really see that many people like walking up. Um, But once you get to the top, like, you know, you linger because you just like literally survived like a fucking war with yourself. Um, So there were like a lot of groups of people. Uh, There was this like... <laughs> There's always on a trail, there's always like an like two old white women that just like are saying the most weird shit and they have like a very strange relationship with like their cell phone. Like we're sitting kind of on this like big rock, like me and my two friends and these two women of a certain age, and uh they're like so on their they're like hippies, but they're like so on their phones, like trying to like text like their friends or like family like their phone sounds are on like i'm hearing their like text messages ding i'm hearing their like keyboard sounds i'm like yo what the like i'm trying to enjoy this and then like i'm like me and my friend like lay on a rock and just like are looking up at the sky and like this one woman's like she's like it's just so unfair there's like so many refugees in the world like living in cages and like here we are we have so much space we have too much space and like her friend is like typing on her phone i can hear the keyboard and she's just like yeah and i'm like what the fuck like shut up like literally if you're on a trail like shut up like (laughs) put your fucking phone away take a pic like i don't care if you made it up to that fucking 1400 foot elevation take the fucking pics i whip my phone right out i was like i am taking pics i don't care what anyone thinks of me i've sweat through all of my clothes i'm taking the fucking pic immediately um no problem with pics uh but if you're tech first of all there's no service either like i don't know who the how did she even get service um that was strange but like just turn your keyboard sounds off text if you have like a relationship with your family tell them to turn their keyboard sounds off it's like too much um something weird though at the top is that there were like there were ladybugs swarming in certain areas like i've never seen this before in my life i didn't even know it was a thing truly ladybugs swarming i was like i would have like four or five on me at one time they're buzzing by they're landing on me i'm like what the fuck is this like literally what the fuck is this um i didn't know ladybugs like swarm together normally there's just like one in your apartment and you're like oh my god it's 
that's good luck, which it is, I think. Um, but a swarm of them at the top of a mountain, I just wanted to fucking crumble. I wanted to relax. I don't want to be swarmed by bugs latching onto me and like crawling all over me. So random. So I'd kind of be like running, mincing, like, ah, you know, and then I'd find a pocket where there weren't any ladybugs, but then they'd like find me again. So I was just like, okay, like I want to leave now. <laughs> like I want to go back down the fucking hill. Um, sorry, not hill, mountain. And there's only one other way down. So it's like either you go back down the way you came up, which is very steep and like insane, or you go down the other trail, which is literally a seven mile slow descent back to the parking lot. So like we all agreed, like, duh, we're just going back the way we came down. And truly it wasn't that hard. Um, my legs were like shaking and like I was sore today a little bit, but like honestly, it's fine. Uh, like surprisingly not that bad. But like the seven mile walk alternative is like it probably would have been like dark. The sun is setting very early now, you know? Okay, I'm going to go against what I just said. I'm going to look at how much time I've been recording. Okay, we're doing good. Um, so, yeah, so we go back to my friend Sam's house. And, you know, these are pretty sophisticated gay guys. And we're making dinner. I mean, I'm not making dinner. They're making dinner. I bought wine. It's like, that's my contribution. It's like, I'll bring the booze. Like, I can't. I can't, like, come up with, like, a menu. Um, but, like, just so you know, we're going to play Cellars. Oh, let me try that again. They're like, just so you know, we're going to play Settlers of Catan later. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, a board game? Like, I didn't know we even played board games. Like, Scrabble, period. Of course. I will play Scrabble. For them both to be like, we play Settlers of Catan, I was like, that's not what I signed up for. That is so crazy. I tried playing that game like a few years ago with a bunch of straight people in the Poconos, but I was on like ketamine and I was like, I fucking hate this. There's too many rules. I almost want to like cry. I was like, I can't figure this shit out. Like, please don't even like, I don't want to be in the circle of people playing this game of little octagon. Like, I don't get it. I don't want to get it. So I had a, I had a bad reaction to Catan um, a few years ago. However, you know, I had a few drinks, um, and there's not much to do. We're in the sticks. I was like, okay, let me just, like, stop being a bitch for once in my life. Let me just, like, stop being a bitch. Let me try to get into it. And it is an intimidating game. It's like, first of all, I don't know how people even come up with board games. It's actually so crazy to think about. Like, what are you doing? But... Um, and I'm not going to try to explain the game. Like you got to Google this on your own time, like truly Google it on your own time. But I got so into it because, you know, Virgo, I have a competitive streak in me. And I was like, oh, fuck, I need to win. Like, I need to win. And for some reason, I thought it was kind of similar to the game Risk where like the game takes like four to like 10 hours. Not totally true. Um, the first game did take a while. And I did, did I lose? Yeah, I lost the first game. But then here's the fucking tea, bitch. I won the second two. I got so fucking, like, activated. I was like, yes. Like, I get it. I just, it clicked. 
Um, and I understood there's so many moving parts in this game. Oh my God. I can't believe I'm talking about this for so long. It's a fucking board game, but I feel like there's like mm, more people that play this game than don't. And like, we're all hiding in secrecy, but like, I see you sellers of Catan. I'm just like thinking about Chris Catan being like mango on SNL. And I'm like, okay, I like that Catan. Um, anyways. Yeah. So like, whatever. <laughs> I have like a classic night where like all the wine's gone. I'm like, okay, well I want to get drunk. So I'm like, let's drink some vodka. We played more games. Yeah. I, we played three games total. I won the last two. Um, we go to bed I wake up in the morning and I'm like, God, like, I don't want to go back to the city. It's just so bleak. I want to soak up the leaves. I'm close to the Hudson Valley. I have a car. Like, I can just, I got to do something. And so get on hotels.com. And since it's like a Monday night, or no, wait, it was a Sunday night. Yes, Sunday night. So I went to Connecticut on Saturday, stayed the night Saturday at Sam's. Sunday night, I, you know, I get on hotels.com. I find this little place called the Nautical Nest, which is like in Hudson, New York, like in the middle of town, um, like right off Main Street, which is like what, Warren Street. Um, and so it's like this four bedroom house, but like they've converted the bedrooms to like hotel rooms and it's like you self check in with like keypads on the door you're in you're out it was like a hundred thirty dollars for like a room which was pretty decent looking it was 160 for a room of the similar size with a balcony and i was like okay i'm gonna be ripping cigs as much as possible i will pay 30 extra dollars for that also, like, 160 I mean, it's not cheap, but it's, like, the closest thing I could find was the Hudson Whaler Hotel, which I stayed at before, and I've talked on the pod. That was, like, 200 I'm, like, that's too much. Like, that's pushing it. Like, 130 is, like, actually, like, okay, I'm comfortable with that. But, like, 160 is, like, mm, but, like, balcony, period, bitch. Like, I'm doing it. Um... But it's, like, kind of... I'll stay there again, but I'll probably just knock at the balcony one to save, like, some money. But... Because it's, like, rickety-crickety. Like, you can hear... Every time you're you're walking the floor, it's, like... I mean, they did a good job, like, renovating it. It's, just like... You know. You know, 30 bucks. It, that could be, like, a dinner. You know what I mean? Is it worth it? I don't know. Actually, maybe, because I'm, like, be, like, walking up and down stairs, waking everyone up. But, um... I go out to the oh wait wait before I go out sorry um so I land I'm checking at three I'm just like kind of tired oh my god because yeah here we go rewind I went to um a waterfall on the way there high falls which is like I don't know 10 15 minutes outside of Hudson I've been there before it's beautiful. It's not really like a huge hike. It's like you park your car, you walk like maybe 10 minutes on like flat land. And you have this like beautiful vista of a waterfall. And so I get there and just like me and this like huge family of like 14 people. And they're all kind of sitting in this seating area, which is great. 
But then, like, there was this one old man sitting, like, on the fence of, like, the border of, like, you know, there's, like, a little bit of space between, like, the bench everyone sits on and then, like, the fence that, like, you don't climb over. And so I'm walking down. I just, I'm like, hello, you know, say hello. Uh, and this old man, who, I mean, he's old. <laughs> so I don't want to, like, you know, tell him anything, but it's like, he's sitting right in the fucking middle of like where you want to look at the waterfall. And like on either sides, like there's a tree right in front of you. And I'm like trying to take a pic of the waterfall. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> dude, fucking moon. <laughs> of course I don't say anything. You can't, you know, disrespect your elders like that. But I was like, uh, he didn't really, it's also like not a huge space. So I'm like, you know, there's people coming in and out, but I'm like trying to get a pick. There's a little baby like raking up leaves and shit around me. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, you know, other people trying to enjoy this waterfall. And I couldn't get a good pick because this man would not, he wasn't like, he was just like leaning against a fence. I'm like, fucking move and sit with your family. He's the only person sit like in the middle of this like perfect vista. He's just like sitting there. And I'm like, what do I do? I didn't do anything. I mean, I can't do anything, but I was, I swear to God, I was so close to being like, I was a little hungover too. I was like, I'm about to say some shit. Like, sorry, would you mind like move? <laughs> like, could you fucking move? Like, could you fucking move? I didn't think I would have to ask, but it's also like, honestly, if I survive to be that old, like I'm not moving either. Like I totally get where he's coming from and I respect it. However, you know, when I, I post the photo dropped and, and, you know, there's a fucking huge tree on the left side of the frame. It's because an old man wouldn't get the fuck out of the way. In hindsight, goddamn, I should have just hopped the fucking fence. I should have hopped the fence. Last time I was there, I was with Friends of the Pod Louis in Paris. And, like, the trail, like, there's two trails. One goes, like, above and, like, kind of has an overlook. Another trail goes like down on this creek along it, and then you can see the waterfall at the bottom. And we took like the top trail, and it ends. We like climbed over a fence. We just like slid on our asses down like fucking like fifty to sixty feet, just like on our asses, like destroyed our pants, fucked up the seats of my car. Um, and I was like, should I just do that again? Because it's like leaves, and like maybe it'd be fine. But like doing it alone is just not. Like, you kind of need, like, a friend audience to do that kind of thing. You know what I mean? So, anyways, I saw it a nice time. I mean, it was, like, so beautiful in the woods. Like, all the leaves were, like, yellow and on the ground. I feel like I was in, like, Japan. Uh, I mean, I've never been to Japan, but it felt like, in certain parts, it was, like, all yellow leaves. And it was really gorgeous, and it was good for my soul. Um high falls yeah i mean there's a lot of places called high falls it's like so generic but it's like near hudson um on my way to check in i timed this fucking perfectly by the way too i gotta say i left sam's house went to high falls almost clotheslined the old man and i went to the sandwich place called quinny's um which i (laughs) can't remember the details like friend the pod love so much has some like beef with the owner whose like name is quinn this is a paywall episode so don't worry um 
and I'm, she's like, she tweeted something really innocuous. She was like, I hate this fucking bitch that like has a sandwich place in the Hudson Valley. And I text her. I was like, yo, if it's Quinny's, like, just so you know, like I'm going there soon because I've been there and it's fucking good as shit. And she's like, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> like, what do you say? Uh, but the chicken salad sandwich. Oh my God. Okay. It's just like a pretty, it's not like Texas toast. Okay. But it's not thin bread. Somewhere in the middle of like normal bread, Texas toast, very buttery, grilled to perfection. The bread is hot inside the sandwich. Not hot. It's a nice chicken salad. Celery. Celery's prominent. I like that. Like big pieces of celery. I like chomping on celery because I like fiber because I don't have enough fiber in my diet. So I like getting it kind of wherever I can. Anyways, the thing that makes it worth 16 fucking dollars is that they put like a layer of like chicken skin on top of the whole thing and they do not skimp on the chicken skin, like chicken skin on top of like the chicken salad. It's not mixed in. It's like a layer on top. It is fucking phenomenal. Okay, it's called Quinny's, but don't go. It doesn't like it, and therefore I don't like it, and I can't cut down that kind of shit. Um, but goddamn, I crave it. And then I fucking pull into Hudson, literally at three oh one. Checking is at three, and I'm like, period, bitch, period. Um, I'm actually gonna pause because I really feel like smoking a cigarette. And, oh, shit, I'm at 30 minutes. Okay. Amazing. I think I'm going to do an hour. Yeah, because it's fucking easy. Okay, I'll be right back. Okay, we are back. So, where do we leave off? Okay, I pull into town, park the car, check into the hotel, which is like, it's kind of like a glorified Airbnb. So, it's like... You pay the money. There's self-check-in, self-checkout, which just means like you only can access the key code to unlock the front door and your bedroom door at certain hours. So boop, 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 boop. I'm in. Um, I walk up the stairs. So I guess I'm, I'm figuring out the lay of the land. It's like a, a little old house, like right off the main street. It's so cute. Um, Two bedrooms on the first floor. They look like it's like an apartment kind of thing, you know. They look like apartments, but then, you know, you walk upstairs and it's like, it's like, it's close quarters. It's not like an expansive old, you know, like Victorian manor. It's just like a house you'd live in with like roommates, but whatever. The stairs are really rickety. Everything's rickety. And I'm like, fuck, like I'm, you know, a certain size. I'm like, I'm going to disturb everyone. I wasn't really in the room that much, but, or when I was, I was just like truly laying in bed Anyways, I get in my room. I'm like, okay, great. Like the bed is um, kind of like Tempur-Pedic. I don't know. It was like you lay in a spot and it creates like a cavern and then you want to like move and it's like you can't really get out of it because it's like so deep. And I'm like, this is really kind of whack. However, I will just say I slept like a fucking baby that night, like a baby, um, probably because the room was so fucking dark. Like there is this like Hudson, New York aesthetic where it's like, you paint an old like historic room like really dark like this room was navy blue um i see it work sometimes 
in this case it didn't because it's not like flooded with light like if the room is flooded with light then you can paint it a dark color because it makes it like seem very rich and deep if there's barely any light then it's like truly like i can't see anything there was literally not enough light for me to like even like operate in this room. i was like it's so dark also one of the curtains was broken there's like a, a, a window it's like a corner room and like there was one window the curtains wouldn't draw up the other corner window was like so far away and like the door to the balcony didn't have a window on it so i was just like uh what so it was like so dark i get there at three it was like raining it was a gloomy day didn't mind it. i don't give a shit but like it was just like truly like it was so dark um i'm like well this is okay well i'm here now and you know i was a little tired because like you know i did that crazy hike the day before um i had a little too much to drink that night and then i you know got to town and you know i had that sandwich and i'm like fuck it, i'm just gonna you know get in bed get on the bed and uh open up my laptop um i mean there's a tv but it's like i don't use hotel tvs it's like such a weird process like i don't get it and like you have to like find the channels I'm like i don't want to watch a channel and i looked at the like laminated piece of paper and it's like you can log into netflix but then you have to type in your own information i'm like fuck no bitch like no i'm not typing in my own information i don't even know whose netflix account i have i don't pay for anything except for world of wonder which is like 3.99 a month other than that it's like i just have people shit like thank you all if, if you're listening and you provided me with a password like i fucking honor you um and i will make it up to you someday maybe not soon but like it's coming down the pipeline so i open up my laptop which you know it's new and has like incredible battery life like i'm just shocked like it can like literally last like all day whereas like before it was you know i had like a seven-year-old almost eight-year-old macbook pro that you know it wouldn't even last like an hour so i'm not i'm not reaching for the cord i'm just like oh i can just watch like truly an entire season of a show so I opened up Netflix and it suggests this new show called, um, hold on, I have to open my notes. Cause I'm staring at audacity. I'm staring. Oh, I, 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 I said I wasn't going to do it, but I'm doing it. Okay. So I'm, I'm dragging the notes app in front of audacity. I'm not looking at it. Okay, great. So it's called 28 days haunted. And it's this like reality show. I guess you'd call, I mean, yeah, it's a reality show. The premise is so, there's three different haunted houses and there's three different like very small teams of people and it's based on this like um sort of like okay so you know that movie the conjuring there's that very famous couple that explored like the paranormal um they developed this like sort of system that was like to really get to the bottom of like the presences or spirits haunting a house like you have to spend 28 consecutive days without like any signs from the outside world like there's no phones there's no internet like you can't leave you can't do anything you have to spend time and like get to know them if you want them to like be free or like leave and it's so fucking crazy i don't know okay so this came out like i guess like two or three days ago i don't know how it's not like trending like immensely on twitter it is so fucking scary like it's i think it's like six episodes or like 30 minutes each 
I blasted through it. Truly, I, I checked into the hotel. I watched the entire season, and then I, like, went out. So, like, and I took a nap. Um, They're, like, in, I don't know. There's, like, they're in Denver. They're in, like, North Carolina. They're in Connecticut. They're in Connecticut near where I was, actually. They're in Preston, Connecticut. Actually, it seemed kind of near. But, so it's, like, teams of, like, two to three people, and they have to, like, stay there for almost a month. Um, these are people that are like, uh, that's their, their job, their livelihood, their profession is like, they're, they're ghost hunters kind of, they all kind of like the same equipment. It's like, they have this like thing called a spirit box, which is like kind of like wires that attract like radio energy and they can like literally communicate with ghosts and shit. And like, I've seen that in like some other shows and like, this is bullshit. However, this show I mean, I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want something to come out in a few months. It's like, oh, this show's fake. It literally does not seem fake at all. And I'm going to, like, literally tell you why. So, like, they're spending time. And, like, these people know nothing. They're, like, blindfolded. And they're driven to a house. And they're not expected to know anything about the house. Um, I will just say, like, okay, if these people are, like, that invested in, like, ghost hunting, paranormal shit, like they might know of these residences. Like, of course, like if something so crazy happened and there's like a lot of like hauntings experienced, I'm sure they're kind of like tapped into like that community. Um, But they show up and they don't, they pretend to like not know what's going on. And like slowly over the course, like the first week, they like, there's always like a woman who's like a medium and is like basically giving like men like the information, like, okay, so there's, like, women coming to me and, like, they've been murdered and, like, I think it's her dad and, like, I think she's pregnant with her dad's baby and I think he killed everyone. And there's, like, these men that are, like, hosting the show, kind of, that are, like, you know, totally out there. There's no communication between them. They're, like, yeah, they're, like, corroborating their story. They're, like, oh, shit, like, she's she knows what she's doing. Um, I think just watch the show. But, like, there's, okay, two instances which really fucked me up like truly fucked me up so they have cameras in every fucking square inch of these houses and like you know you like again just circling back really quick the like radio shit the spirit box you can hear the ghost saying like certain things and like responding to them and it's like fucking wild and then you can be like okay well whatever maybe they're like editing the sound I get that. I'm in that camp as well. I'm like, well, this, who knows what's really going on. Um, so one episode, I think it's like episode two or three. It's a team of three men. They're in, I think they're the ones in Connecticut. It's this like big old like bed and breakfast in like a cemetery in the backyard. Uh, they're like doing some shit in a bedroom. They're trying to conjure like a ghost and they hear like this loud crashing noise. They hear a bunch of noise and they go up to this like really big empty kind of like living room kitchen area and all the cabinets are open and they're like, okay, that's crazy. Like we didn't open all these cabinets. And then like the, the guys like hosting the show are like, hold on, let's rewind because like they didn't see the cabinets open, the men in the house, the fucking, they rewind the footage 
and you just see all these cabinet doors just open slowly. And it is so fucked up. It is so fucked up. I was like, holy shit. So I'm like in my like hotel room, just like, it's like pitch black. I have all the lights on, but they're all just like, of course, like Edison ball giving off no light. It's still like daylight. And I'm like, why is it so dark in here? I was so scared. It was like so scary. I was like, fuck, like ghosts are real. And I was like, are there ghosts in this room? Like probably not. But I'm like, well, what, you know, I don't know where I am. I know there's no ghosts in my apartment because I've been here long enough to know that. But I'm like in a new place. I'm thinking like, you know, this is an old Hudson, New York might have like a weird past. Like, I don't know. Anyway, so that's one instance. The second instance is like there's a, a man and a woman. She's like a clairvoyant. He's like a demonologist. Um, and I can't really figure out the relation. I think they must know each other, but they kind of like don't really get along that well. His vibe is like carrying around like a crucifix, like a rosary and being like trying to ward off spirits. And she's like trying to connect. Like she kind of looks like a honey boo boo. She's just like kind of like a normal, like American chick, (laughs) like whatever. And, uh, she gets freaked out. She wants to leave the show. She's like, I can't do this. Like there's too much dark shit that happened here. Um, it turned out like this guy uh, impregnated his daughter and shot her and his wife. And they're like four kids. One is like an infant with a shotgun and then, like killed himself. And she figured all this shit out just through like clairvoyancy. And so towards the end of the 28 days, and this is kind of why the show exists is because like, for demons or whatever spirits to really show themselves. Like you have to have like enough time to be with them. It's not just like one night, which is like so fucked up. Um, There's a video of him in this room. She's like, I've seen enough. Like I, I just can't do this. She goes downstairs. She like runs downstairs and he's like fighting off this. Like you don't see like any demons although in one scene in a different house like you do see a shadow straight up move across the staircase and it's like filmed and it's like you can see like a gown it's so fucked up anyways in this going forward to present so he's like get off of me get off of me like oh my god like get off of me you're a demon and then like in the background and he's like near this like built-in like bookshelf a fucking vase just flies off of the wall and shatters and she's downstairs she's like what was that he's like it fucking flew off the shelf and there's literally like clear video footage of this happening and it is so fucked up like i can't believe it i literally can't believe it i like do it's like you know like last episode or you know last solo episode it was like i was talking about ufos and shit i'm like I know they're probably real. And like the government, even like the Navy's always like, yeah, we see them. They're real. But like, you can't live your life. Like, how do you live your life thinking they're real? How do you live your life thinking ghosts are real? Like you really can't, there's nothing to do. Um, I just hope I don't encounter them, but like they have to, it has to be real. Like the show is like, there's literally to me, the most solid proof of like, um, that kind of spiritual existence where like, you know, like you've heard the story, like, Oh, like, I don't know, like all the, the cabinet doors were open. It's like, they fucking showed this shit when no one was around. Cause they just installed cameras and like, 
you see the shit open. And if I'm being punked, like, great. Like, good. You got me, girl. You fucking got me. Ugh. Anyway, so I took a nap after I watched the show and I was like, oh my God, this is like so crazy. I wake up, it's like dark and I'm like, okay, it's fucking Hudson, New York. It's on a Sunday. Like nothing's open. Um, I'm staying near the Maker Hotel, which is like this very swanky hotel. Like it's like so expensive. I remember like, so my birthday is in like the middle of September and I was like, you know what? I mean, this hotel looks... I've been to the, the lounge bar before. I was like, you know what? It would be nice for me to treat myself to a night at this hotel. But, like, you know, I have to really think in advance. So, in, like, truly... I'm I'm not kidding. It's, like, May or June. Early June at the latest. I'm like, let me see if I can book a room for middle of September. The cheapest room is, like, $850. And I'm like, what the fuck? We're in... The Hudson Valley. Um, they look gorgeous. I've never seen a room. I probably never will. Because one night is like my entire fucking rent. And uh, not doing so hot financially these days. That's why the prints are going to be a little more expensive. Sorry. Um, anyways, so I go to... I look at the menu ahead of time. So I know exactly what I'm going to get. I'm just like, okay, I'm getting... I'm getting a martini. I'm getting a beef tartare, period. I'm going to sit at the bar, whatever. I walk in. The music is like a little... So I get there at like, what? They're open till like 10. I get there at 8, maybe like 7.45. Um, music's like a little too quiet. You know when it's like, uh, like a, you know, it's like not vibey. It's like you can hear too many people. I'm like, oh, what is this? Oh, weird. And there's like a, a a a stand, like kind of placard, right when you walk in, you can't really pass, and it's like, please wait to be seated. And I'm like, okay. I see like three spots at the bar I could just like mince in and like sit at, but since it's like so quiet, like, and there's a lot of old people there, which I love, um, but truly like old people just kind of like you know looking around, and so I'm like standing there, like you know, with my dick in my hand, basically. This very young hostess comes up to me and she's like, can I help you? I'm like, yeah, it's just me. Like, I don't mind sitting at the bar. She's like, um, okay. Yeah. Like, mm." I'm like, oh, there's a seat right there. She's like, yeah, just like, hold on. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So she like walks away, comes back and she's like, yeah, the bartender is like kind of like in the middle of something. So like, can you just give me like five minutes? And I'm like, literally what I'm like my legs are shaking because I just hiked up a fucking mountain I'm like literally just let me sit down and then like then you know then we can like proceed like I can just like sit down and wait but she's like do you mind standing here and waiting for five minutes and I'm like okay and like every person can hear this happening because the music is so fucking quiet and like everyone is like looking at me I'm not being paranoid not being weird Because, like, old people, like, you know what? They've run out of shit to talk about, and I don't blame them for that, but, like, they're all just, like, looking at me, and I'm like, I'm gonna fucking collapse because I can't hold my weight up because my legs are, like, jello. Eventually, she comes back. She's like, you can have a seat right here, and I'm like, thank you so much that I can sit down literally one and a half feet from where I am standing with my dick in my hand. 
I sit down next to this guy. Oh my God. I don't even know how to describe this guy. He's like probably 26. I don't know if he's like Middle Eastern or like Italian. But he's like so swarmy and so gross. I hear him talking about his family owns racehorses. He's playing like a fucking like baseball game on his phone blasting. Um, It's louder than the music in the bar. And I'm like, are you fucking crazy? And he's talking to this like British woman who he just met. And, like, his body language is so... Like, there's just men... Okay, I'm going to try to break it down. There's, like, men who, like, will not even, like, acknowledge other people and just, like, so be in their own world. And it's so disrespectful and so discourteous. It makes you want to fucking scream. And so, like, we're sitting right next to each other. And he keeps, like... He's, like, a chain smoker. And, like, I smoke a lot, too. But, like, he will, like, get up and, like, stand next to me with his back right to me as I'm like trying to eat and he'll still be like carrying on a conversation with his newfound friends and I'm like dude like your elbow like I can't even like eat because you're standing this close to me and like he had no regard for my personal space and it like truly ruined my entire evening like I'm, I'm getting hot again right now thinking about this and I'm like holy shit like how could you and it's such a like quiet little thing like you should be aware of like the people around you this is not like a really busy it's a sunday night in hudson new york like it's fucking sleepy okay so like for him to just like tread on me it happened like so many times anyways i had the beef tartare there was too much like they like sprinkled like parmesan cheese on it but like such a such a not even like a dusting like it was so much it was it was too much it was fine um and the bartender like i don't get why the host was like He's, like, kind of, like, going through... I think she didn't even say he was in the middle of something. I think she said, like, he's going through something right now. And I'm like, what? He was, like, so nice and, like, so kind and, like, tipped very well. Like, I love this guy. Just, like, a normal middle-aged guy that was, like, so attentive and, like, so great once I got seated. As soon as I got seated, it was just, like, perfect service. And, like, truly, I'm not a person that even cares about service. Like, treat me like shit. I don't give a fuck. Um, if you're another patron that I'm sitting next to and you're being fucking rude, that's where I have a problem. So anyways, I'm just like, this whole experience, like, I thought I was going to be like relaxed. I was also like freaked out after the 20 days haunted experience. I'm just like, oh my God, like I can't like level out. Like there's too much going on in my head. I'm like, I'm scared. I'm like, I'm getting hot because the guy's upsetting me. And just their conversations were so weird. Like, these people are so rich. And they're just like, oh, like, you know, this woman's like, oh, she was cool. She's British. And she's like, oh, you know, he keeps going out to smoke cigarettes. Like, I quit years ago. He's, like, chained to it. Don't you want to be free? Why do you want to be chained to cigarettes? Don't you want to be free? And she kept saying that to her uh, friend who's, like, a 23-year-old, like, girl. I don't even know how they – I don't know if any of them knew each other. But I really took that to heart where she's like – why does he want to be chained to cigarettes? Does he want to be free? And I was like, fuck, like I am chained to like a bunch of things, mainly like cigarettes, um, alcohol, uh, food. I mean, food's like whatever we are, but like, you know, those are two vices that I'm like, I could probably loosen the chains. And it's just like that one phrase, like, why does he want to be chained to something? I was like, it really kind of, you know, 
I mean, not to be like corny, but sometimes people come to your life for a reason. That that phrase keeps repeating in my head. That like sort of mantra. It's like, uh, why does he want to be chained to that? As he was like going outside to smoke a cigarette, I'm like, well, I'm about to go outside to smoke a cigarette too. But like, thank God we're not talking to each other. Um, yeah. So, anyway, so there's a bar across the street. And there's nothing going on. It's like truly like everything's in a one block radius from my little hotel, and I'm like, period. Like I can just fucking bop around have my little drinks go to bed um in my little tempurpedic dark cave so i go to this bar across the street i think it's called like a landmark tavern or something um bartender is just like completely ignoring me i don't know what the whole night it's like i have like cash in hand. I just want a fucking pilsner. I'm getting a beer. I'm going to pint. I don't really drink beer that much, but I'm like, I don't want to be fucked up tonight. So I eventually get a beer. He's like, it's $8. I'm like, okay, here's some cash. He's like, well, there's tax. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I give you a, like, I'm like, okay, whatever. So he just gives me like, he adds like a dollar for tax. And I'm like, is that like something people do? Because, like, tax would be, like, you know, less than a dollar on $8. I'm like, okay, whatever. Anyways, I'm sitting there. There's, like, sports games playing. I'm like, I don't care. You know, I'm just, like, going to have a beer and go home. Then this bisexual man who I've met before, also, like, maybe he's not bisexual. Maybe my friend Abby lied to me. He's very attractive. And as we were talking, he kept talking about his girlfriend. And I'm like, okay. Like, I get it. Like, you got a girlfriend. However, like, you always, like, come up to me. Anyways, we're having a nice time. Um, Then I run to a friend who moved up to Hudson, I guess, like, six years ago. She's been here, there for a while. And she's kind of a wild person. I like her, but uh, she's, like, so, like, hey, like, what's up? I'm, like, oh, my God, hi. Like, nice to see you. Like, what are your, I'm, like, what are your days like now? She's, like, Mm, yeah i'm like oh well, okay whatever sorry i didn't mean to be like rude or pry she's like no it's like great i'm glad you didn't ask me what i do i'm like yeah i didn't ask you what you do i asked like what are your days like up here i'm trying to be actually like literally respectful of like a bohemian lifestyle and she's like yeah i like you know bartend do this this and this I'm like hey great like cool she's like i'm trying to buy a little cabin i'm like that's so great and she's like what do you do now like you're like you're like internet famous now. And I'm like, what the fuck? I, no. <laughs> what? I mean, maybe a little bit. I'm like, what? She's like, oh, I just see your tweets on Instagram. I'm like, okay, whatever. And I don't know. I just, I, I keep hanging out because it's like the bar closes like 11. And I'm like, well, I can just like, I can just like do this. You know, <laughs> like I can just do this. Go back to my balcony. Smoke my cigarettes. Um... And I get, I mean, yeah, no, I was like, maybe the bisexual guy will want to come to my hotel room, but I didn't want to press it. I'm just like, no, this is crazy. Like, I'm just like, I, I'm just being crazy. Like, I didn't want to do it. And I don't think he did either. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I go home, I go to the hotel room. I think I just pretty much, well, I, 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 I get a beer at a deli and then I just like sit on the porch and like, you know, sit there, smoke for like an hour. <laughs> um, and I went to bed, wake up, check outs at 11 a.m. 
get a message from the owner of the oh so the the girl i ran into she's like oh i know the owners of that little hotel like they're two cute gay guys i'm like okay work i don't know why that made me feel better it just did so anyways i get a text from at 10 30 it's like hey how's your stay i'm like he's like you know make sure you leave a review and like i'm not a review person but it, the link was right there in my my phone so i clicked the link and i left a little review i said very cute great location slept like a baby great and then you know i'm i take a shower i get back into bed i have like truly like 15 it's 10 45 a.m i have 15 more minutes to just like literally like zonk before i have to like get in the car and drive for like two and a half hours in like horrible traffic in pouring rain i get a knock on the door and I'm like, oh, this has to be like fucking housekeeping. But it's like 1045. I'm like, just fucking wait. So I get, I feel like I'm naked in bed. I get out of bed. I put clothes on, open the door. There's no one there. And I'm like, what the fuck was this for? My final resting moments were disturbed. They were disturbed. Um. So yeah, anyways, it's like, okay, you got to get out of town. So thing with hudson is it's like it's like a weekend town even though it's like there's so many businesses like warren street is so long there's like hundreds of businesses basically it's like so long but nothing is open on like monday tuesday wednesday it's just like thursday through sunday and i really just wanted like a a cheeseburger and fries like i was like you know i again i drank a little too much that night uh i was feeling okay but i was like i really you know I didn't really eat that. Like the beef tartare was like, you know, that's not like a dinner. Um, it was like, you know, besides that chicken salad sandwich, it was the only food I had. And like, I was, you know, I was running on fumes. So I know there's a diner kind of on the way home, the West Tulkanic diner. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go there again, pouring fucking rain. And, um, walk to my car with my bag and I get in the car and as soon as I like leave town my low tire pressure light came on and I'm like no like no I've had such bad luck in the past with low I got my car upstate like four years ago no like three like two whatever um driving back to the city on like the BQE like or maybe like 678 not even like 278 yet um low tire pressure light on the car is like leaning to one side i'm like fuck like you know that's bad last summer delaware i had to get both front tires replaced i have very bad luck with tires and it's a very uncomfortable place to be in so i'm like about to pull up to this diner two things are happening one i'm like do i have a flat tire two this diner is so fucking packed with like teslas and like range rovers i'm like okay because like all the fucking city have nowhere else to go eat their little fucking brunch but this place i like literally have like the sharpest pang of terror i you know the the fucking the light was on and then i see this and i'm like oh my god i'm not gonna really eat and i see that the gas station doesn't have a fucking air pump and then I see that my phone has literally no service, like zero bars. Like, I don't even know the last time I saw zero bars, truly zero bars. Um, so I pull in, I, I needed to kind of get gas, like not actually, but I was like, let me get gas and I'll, like, you know, turn airplane mode on and off because that like, 
you know, makes your cell service better. Um, it didn't. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? I noticed that like my driver's side front tire is a little low and I'm like, shit, like, oh my God. But I'm like, okay. So I can't even like navigate to get back to Brooklyn, but I'm like, I, I know I'm like near the Taconic highway. I can just get on that, um, head South. Like does the only way to go. So get on Taconic. I'm on it for like fucking 12 or like 15 miles before the first exit get off. There's no, there's like no town. It's like, it was like, turn this way for the city court or like the, the courthouse. It literally looks like a fucking, like, like a post office or it looks like a, like a double wide with like a sign on it. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm driving in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, okay, what? So I have to like turn around in a driveway, get back on, go like another 12 miles, just like waiting for service, find a gas station, which is like 25 miles away. So I'm, I'm like truly driving 35 miles on like a, what I think is maybe going to be a flat tire in the pouring rain. And like the chill of terror that the, the engine or the, the, the tire light sent me like shifted everything. It shifted everything. Like it was just like, as soon as everything got dark, it got so fucking dark. I was like, fuck like, no, I was like, it's like doing fine. Then I was like, like caved in, caved in. Um, so, you know, luckily, so what I learned, um, the first time I got my flat tire when I got the car like three years ago or whatever, I just, I didn't really know how to measure the PSI in tires. I was just like holding it up to the thing and being like, and like filling it up to where it looked good. However, you need to know the PSI in your tires. And like when you put it in, like a thing shoots out, like a metal thing shoots out and it reads the tire pressure. And so I looked in my handbook in my car and it's like, 32 PSI for the front tires, 30 PSI for the back. The front two are both at like 28 and uh, I filled them back up to 32. I reset the light and then it stayed off. And I'm like, okay, so I think I'm okay. I don't know. I hopefully, I think I'll be able to get home because if it hadn't like completely deflated in the 30 fucking miles I just driven, uh, in the pouring rain at like 55 miles an hour. Like, I think it's probably okay. Um, but that's set the tone for the rest of the drive. And like, you know, I've talked about this before the drive sometimes back in the city. Like I get, um, very panicky. I get very weird. Um, as soon as you get to like Yonkers, like it's just, you know, or like if you're coming from Long Island, it's just like, it's just like so many cars, you know, it's just like so much. And, uh, it started really freaking out uh, panicking. And I just had this wave of anxiety, like terrible wave of anxiety. And I just get off at an exit and there's like this huge shopping complex. I'd like navigate. Um, it's in like Yonkers basically. I'm almost there. I have like 45 minutes left on the GPS. Uh, and I'm like, shit, like I'm so close to home, but like also it's like 22 miles. Uh, and I had like a half a clonopin on me. I'm like, this is an emergency. I have to do this. Take the half a clonopin, just like truly trying to breathe for like 30 minutes. I was like melting down because of the fucking tire pressure light. And I was like, God damn. And like, I don't know. I think that maybe it's like a agoraphobia claustrophobia. I don't know what's going on with me. 
Um, it just like some, it's like, it just happens on like a fucking whim. Uh, and it's really scary. Like I just suddenly felt like, Oh shit, I'm going to faint. I have to get off the road. And I'm in the middle of like a four lane highway with like people like, you know, it's driving New York is scary. Like I can do it very comfortably most of the time, but like, I just felt like alone and like, I just wish I had someone with me. You know what I mean? I was like, fuck this sucks. Um, but anyways, yeah, I mean, the Klonopin worked, and I, like, got home, like, fine. <laughs> I was like, thank you so much. I don't have any Klonopin left, so if you are in the New York area and uh, have any Klonopin, please hit me up. The Zoloft is working okay, um, but it's not staving off panic attacks. Uh, so, like, yeah, shit. Um, but I still, you know, I have fond memories of my whole trip upstate. You know, fall... It's still happening. I'd like to maybe go somewhere this week. Maybe I'll go back, visit my family. Eh, I don't know. Um, no, the leaves are all gone there. Shit, I gotta go south. I don't know. Well, oh my god, wait. Let me look at the time. Oh my god, thirty-five. Okay, yep. I've done. I've done over an hour. I've done well over an hour. Okay, wait. What do I have to talk about still? Um. Okay. Fuck. Okay, the list. Okay, I said I would talk about this list. I'm gonna talk about the list. Before I talk about the list, I just want to say, so when I got home after like, you know, that day of the driving, the panic attack, you know, it's like, it's weird that every other night I sleep on my love seat. It's an Ikea love seat. It is a small, it's a, I mean, it's a love seat, but I sleep on it every other night now because I just have trouble sleeping. And it's like, if I'm laying on the couch, I mean, legs are draped over the side. Um, If I'm like about to fall asleep... I know that if I get off the couch and try to get into bed, that getting cozy thing will just keep me awake for like way longer. So if I just like turn over and lean into the couch, I can just fall asleep. Putting on like movies, whatever, TV shows, quiet it down very low, like lowest volumes, I can barely hear it. Um, and then I can literally sleep like a full, like eight hours neck, like cranked up. My head is like fucking torqued, torqued, not torqued. (laughs) Um, yeah. So that's just something I feel like I would need to share with you guys. I literally fucking sleep on a love seat every other night. I don't know why I do it. I just explained why, um, Oh, right. I promised you as a list. If you stuck around this long, thank you so much. Um, so yeah, I'm working a very short list of things people say. It's called tentatively annoying things people say. It's very concise. And I I don't want to describe the vibe too much because I think it will hopefully speak for itself. But there's only five things on this list. And... I'm just going to read them and then, you know, make of them what you will. Okay. Number one, I have that effect on people or it's more like I have that effect on people. Number two, that's not ideal. Number three, that would be a fair assessment. Number four, that can be arranged. And number five, I'm going to attempt to blank. Could be anything. So 
it's like a weird like office person maybe i know no, i'm not getting into it it's like it, it's it's still in the imagination process like i can't get into the the list but it's like corny horny uh corporate something or other you know what i'm saying anyways guys i truly did well over an hour and i actually have other topics too like <laughs> The new season of American Horror Story, it's fine. New season of Amy Sh- Inside Amy Schumer, bad. New Taylor Swift, I listened to half, got bored. Um, one of my topics is it's just 21 Savage and 21 Pilots, question mark. And then the other, the last topic is, is Ella Emhoff like actually trying to still be a model or was that just like an accident? And like, why is it still happening? Anyways, it doesn't matter. I just want to thank you all for being here please just like tell your friends about the show if you like it like come on please god damn please i can't promote this shit it's too embarrassing tell a friend tell a friend um if not whatever it's fine um i have like a couple guests that i'm very excited about both have been on the show before but not in a long time. And so, yeah, well, that's something to, something to look forward to. So, okay. I'm signing off again. I did an hour and 10 minutes. Oh shit. Okay. Love you all. Good night.